Hey y'all, it's Elijah. This was one of the first episodes in which we have had access to a video webcam, which we use for most of this episode. So you can expect in some of our later episodes, I believe the one coming next week, but you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, we should have access to uh, a video camera and uh, our webcam so that you can actually watch this episode live on YouTube. However, I realized after recording today's episode that the app that I was using to record that webcam footage, uh, the app crashed midway through as well as corrupted the file. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Big Sur. So anyways, ignore all the references to looking at us uh, in today's episode, and uh, hopefully we'll have that up and running by the next time. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Hello, I am Collier. And I'm Elijah. And this is the Hopefully Hopefully Wandering Wandering Podcast. This is a new experience for us. This is a very new experience. Um, I'm, I'm struggling where to like look. I'm not sure either. I'm I'm shocked right now. I am uh I'm befuddled because we are looking at ourselves on Elijah's yes, new webcam yes, yes. that he got. Um, it's the Logitech 920E. Okay, yeah, Something I'm gonna like get that. one too. I I I'm gonna order one like this weekend. Yes, fully funded by our own wallets yes <laughs> by ourselves um yeah yeah so now we will be able to do podcasts uh with guests from around the globe yes and they won't have to look at a stupid little picture of us that we took when we were uh recording a drunken episode late at night bro the, but that shit was <laughs> so fun <laughs> now they can see us in real time as we do real, real things. time Yes. Yeah, this is tripping me out. I don't know if I look at the camera or I myself know. or the bourbon or you. I think we'll do <laughs> we'll do some research and whatnot, but I think for right now we're gonna look at like you, dear viewer. So the camera then I guess, yeah, because it looks weird and kinda dead when I look at myself. But let's be honest, most always. people will probably be listening to this. Oh yeah, like no one's gonna look at it on YouTube, honestly. But if you <laughs> want to see our faces, you can go to YouTube, uh hopefully now when this episode is out. And see our faces if you want to. Yay! Yay! Um. Uh. Well, first we need to start off by call your. So when we <laughs> when we start to record these podcasts, I usually do like a little, uh, just a little test, and I always double mm-hmm. check, like, okay, we're recording, we're recording the audio. Now I have to check we're recording the video too. I hope I don't run out of storage because the audio, you know, there's just so many things that could go wrong. So we do like a little check beforehand. Yeah. So I started the audio and I was like, okay, call your. Uh, I want you to tell a joke so I can test and see if the levels are good. Now, Collier, would you please repeat that joke for the listeners? Um, yeah, it's a joke that was born out of my brain cells working right now, uh, all at once. And oh, what did I say? I forgot. <laughs> I'm so tired today. A man walks into a bar. Um, so yeah, the joke is a man walks into a bar, and he says, "Hey." Son, you you want to fuck my wife? And that man is Jerry Falwell Jr. Yay! <laughs> so, so there's a joke. That that's that's a sentence that was said. 
Have we um, talked about like the Falwell stuff on the podcast? I really don't think we have. No. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so we're gonna go off on a small tangent because this episode yeah. is, it's a lot of things. This is just us hanging out. We've got some experiences that's happened in our lives personally. We have. Mm-hmm. Our survey. Yes. Yeah. There's a very fun, stay tuned uh, past all of our bullshit because there's a very fun survey that we're doing that our significant others filled out. And we're going to see if we can get their answers correct or if we can guess what they said. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, but, anyways, so I, I did you ever go visit Liberty? I didn't. No. I visited twice. I was close to. I, I never did. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I was wanted to go there. I almost did go there, but honestly, you know what killed it? What's that? The tuition. I mean, like it's oh god. That's why I didn't visit. Yeah, I was like, everyone was saying it was such a cool school, and I I needed to visit. And like, I thought about it, but yeah, (laughs) same reason I didn't really visit Asbury or like any of the other Christian schools around us. Cheap comparatively. Oh, is it Liberty? I mean, I mean, it might have changed now, but it's under twenty five. Oh, really? Ozark's under Hmm. twenty. I feel like when I was looking, they were like close to 40000 a year. Maybe that was no scholarships or something. I don't know. But yeah, I, I didn't even visit it too because of the, the price tag. I was like, I'm, I'm just not going to afford this one. It I is can't rough. Go. <laughs> um, but anyways, Jerry Falwell Jr. is the son of Jerry Falwell Sr. Mm-hmm. He's a very famous uh, Baptist uh, preacher man, revivalist, whatever. Started Liberty University originally as a school for all the white Baptist students so that they, you know, a school that they could go to when segregation was ended. (laughs) Um, But it basically just turned into like an elitist Baptist school. And even though, you know, they eventually let black students come there, oh, gee whiz. (laughs) Um, His son took over, who was like a a lawyer, banker kind of guy. And just, just Google Jerry Falwell Jr. in the news because like, his he he want he liked to practice voyeurism with his wife, let yeah. the pool boy uh fuck his wife, and then he let the pool boy's friend fuck his wife, and then and what finally got him canceled though was like a picture of him with his pants unzipped with like a uh with with a with a cup that had a liquid in it that he claimed was dark water or yeah, black yeah. water or yeah. something like that, um which is I mean. It's kind of weird, I guess, for uh, the it broke the school rules. But out of all the other things he had done that had broken the school rules, it's kind of funny that that was what did him in was like a picture of him holding a glass of liquor. Do you know with, what the context was? I believe it they was were on supposed a boat. to be uh, like a costume party. Oh, and really? So I, you know, I I may have got some of this wrong, but it was like trailer park boy themed. Oh, was it? Yeah, I I don't know. And so the ex senior pastor of Southeast Christian Church's son's pregnant wife at the time <laughs> took the picture as like a, a trailer park pregnant, you know, country girl with Jerry mm-hmm. Falwell Jr. holding a glass of beer or bourbon or something with his pants half unzipped. And it's like, okay, <laughs> for the Baptist <laughs> conservative school, there's so much wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> Being for the Baptist conservative view, looking as if, you could be in a compromising position from the outside. Be- being perceived as being in a compromising position is way worse than actual abuse. Yeah, seriously. 
It's the perception's everything. It doesn't matter if you if your abuse is covered, it's all good. But if anything at all is in the open, then oh, that's that's big time. Like you can't be seen as being weird or bad. So perception no. is more important than reality. There. Yeah. 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 It's terrible. Anyways, if you want more information on the Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr. and Liberty University, go check out the podcast Gangster Capitalism. Oh, I haven't. Oh wait, no, no. I, I listened to like didn't they do like a two part episode on it or something? They did a whole season, so it's like oh, really eight or nine episodes. And so obviously, it's like, hey, unregulated capitalism kind of sucks. And so like season one was on like the NRA. <laughs> nice. Um, I can't remember if season two or three was on Liberty University, but there's a whole lot of stuff. It's like, um, so one of the big things is too is that they claim to be the safest school in America because of how low their Title IX reports are. And the Title IX, they have the lowest Title IX reporting in the entire United States because they manipulate the girls not to report. Oh, yeah. Like, they, that's what initially, I mean, as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. It's because they don't report because they're scared of it and because they're like, they're pressured not to. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy because, like, you statistics would, don't always like, statistics can be used for whatever you want it to be used for, but like they, they don't show the entire picture. They just show the facts. Yeah. Like how Trump was saying that if we test less, then we're going to have less COVID numbers. Like, yeah, that's how I statistics mean, work. Technically. <laughs> technically, as far as stats go, yes, that's true. No, absolutely. <laughs> they were like, their whole thing is they have a, a point system. And so like, you know, if you sleep with your boyfriend, it's two points. Mm-hmm. But if you get caught drunk or drinking with friends, it's three points. <laughs> so this girl gets, she get, goes to a party, she gets drunk, and she gets se- sexually insulted, and she be, she becomes pregnant. And, you know, shit like that. And then they will, she will not go to report because, not because the fact that she got uh assaulted but because they'll kick her out of the school for drinking yeah so think about like how like the tom fuckery that can happen from that yeah yeah so it's not good we went down on a total (laughs) sorry yeah um what should we talk about then well life updates yeah yeah we talk about our lives yeah we can talk about our lives a little bit so um one reason for the webcam right there that little guy uh is that I will most likely be moving very soon Yay! to New York City. By the time this came out, I don't know. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but we may or may not have moved Probably there. end of September. Yeah, so we'll see. So at, the, um, at this time, like, do you have any leads right now, or are you just looking? Not currently. So so Michaela, my partner, is a occupational therapist, and um, we're looking to move to New York City, uh, but she has to get licensed there first. Um, oh, in New York. In New York, yeah. So she's taken her test, passed her board. So she's a fully like registered OT, but you have to be licensed in like an individual state, like just bureaucracy stuff. Just like the, it's just a slip of paper. It's not a test or anything. Right, right. So she's her application is in, but depending on how long all that takes, just for them to receive the application, process it, and get it back to her. Is literally all it is, but that yeah. could take a long time. It could take so, a couple weeks. And then, you know, because she's technically not allowed to practice if she's not licensed. Now, so. is she licensed in Kentucky? No, not yet. Okay, okay. No, she's she's just, like, she's able to apply for licensure for anything and, you know, going to get approved right, for anything. Right. But, yeah, New York was the first place that she uh, sent it off to. 
So currently, at this time that we're recording, not really too many leads, but in the next week or two, we're going to have a lot more leads on that, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah, maybe by the time this episode comes out, we will we'll definitely have a plan, I would assume. Um, we may or may not already be in New York City. So we'll uh, have anyway, to we're going to have webcams for both of us, and we're going to do this over Zoom or some other cool video recording apps that may work better. And we're also going to have um, some awesome availability to put it on YouTube because of that. Whoop, whoop, so whoop. this one should go on YouTube, I believe. So if you're watching this and you want to see more of us in person and see our pretty little faces, then you should be able to because now we'll be doing it over the internet because thanks to modern technology, we can still be friends even though we live miles away now. So it will happen. Um, other life updates. Um, Elijah, I think you have a really, a, a really big one or a really little one. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh... Taylor and I moved in together uh, a few weeks ago, and um, it was like mid-July, end of July, and we were living with Moochie, who's <laughs> made some meows on the podcast. He may pop in. You might be able to see him, um, but Taylor, since she's in med school, has been kind of in and out um, from the apartment throughout the day, and it's been hard because she's been tied to being here as much as she can because she's had to let the dog out. Anyways, her mom recently took the dog back home with her. And her mom loves the dog, lets her sleep in the bed with her, like spoons the dog at night. They bought the dog a costume for Halloween. Oh my God, what is the costume? <laughs> so, cause, so apparently this neighborhood that she lives in is like the rich neighborhood for the small town in Kentucky. Yeah, got four resident coke. This is like the rich neighborhood for the area. And, you know... uh her mom and her stepdad both work. And so anyways, they get like five to 800 trick or treaters in this neighborhood. Oh my God. Nice. Oh, hold on. Moochie. Come here, Moochie. Okay. Let's see if we'll, here's the guy. Let's go pop up. Let's see. Who, yeah. The, <laughs> the first actual appearance. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so they dress up. So like last year they dressed up as like the Adams family. Nice. This year, uh, <laughs> Taylor's, uh, stepdad and mom are, Grew and Grew's girlfriend <laughs> and Mia's a minion. Oh, good. Anyways, That's we so had funny. a we had a small uh, gap uh, in the house because no one was here to play with Moochie. Mm-hmm. But you know, eventually, you may or may not see Moochie's new little brother, Nacho. Nacho. Nacho Cheese Coleman is <laughs> eight week old orange crackhead who he we've is. adopted. He's going to be so wild. He's already <laughs> ridiculous, just climbing over everything. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> so cute. So loud, too. He's meowing <laughs> all constantly, constantly. <laughs> yeah. So adorable. Moochie is so jealous. So we'll see if that works out. I hope that their friendship can blossom. I hope so. He at least tolerates him now, but he used to be like standing on the stairs, like glaring at us, like, <laughs> how dare you turn me to the stepchild? He's constantly peering around the corner, just like looking. Just I know. It's so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Man. Um, something that happened in both of our lives that we wanted to talk about on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, So you may have heard our interview with Tommy Angioni 
You then may have heard our interview on the Theo Bourbon podcast and then subsequent interview of Derek mm-hmm. uh, on this podcast. Also, uh, by the time this comes out, do you realize we will have interviewed three Dereks? Three Dereks? No, two. Oh, two. Okay, only yeah. two. We will have interviewed two already. We will. We yeah. will. We will have got. <laughs> yeah. So, t- sorry. So if you're another Derek and you want to make yeah. it three, let us know. We would love to. Uh, we'd love to interview multiple Dereks. Absolutely. We are only <laughs> looking for Dereks. So yeah. instead season of Shane two, and season Shane, two is all Derek. We have Derek and Derek, <laughs> but we want to make it Derek, Derek, and Derek. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Um, he invited us to go play at his church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Derek is uh, the worship pastor of a small church in Lexington, and they are really, really cool. Like, it's a very, very affirming church. It's kind of a church for for the disenchanted uh, with church, honestly. Uh, their mission statement is always welcome, never obligated. Uh, they they try to make it a place that's welcome for, for anyone. Um, and really, really, like, really anyone. Like, they... I mean, they, you know, they had a uh, they had a like a space at the Pride Festival in Lexington, and they um, were really trying to reach out there and let people know at the Pride Festival, like, hey, God really does love you, and we, uh, you know, we want you to know that well, you're welcome, but never obligated here. If you want some community, if you want some maybe maybe some healing, I think that their church has done a lot of healing for a lot of evangelicals, if you will, and people that have been hurt by toxic theology and by doctrine. Uh, that's that's harmful and um yeah so yeah it was really cool you know we we knew that going into the church so we didn't have any you know moral problems at all with playing there i, I don't think you know we were like yeah this is a really cool church we derek's even, a really cool guy yeah. we love them we even asked derek we're like hey derek like you you know like where we are if you've been listening to this podcast yeah. um i would say like i've probably fully deconverted i don't really know where i am on like the relationship with you know whether i believe in god or not but like i would say like i'm not a christian actively anymore and i you know caller may say the same but we let him know and he's like you know what if we are going to live out our motto of always welcome never obligated we have to i mean like there's no reason why not yeah yeah it was funny too like we were a little bit nervous walking into the church and elijah was like so does 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 everyone here like like, do, do they know about us? Like, do they know where we are? And Derek's like, oh, you know, hey, guys, uh, call it, these guys are atheists. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. It was so funny. It was really, it was kind of cathartic to, like, yell that in a chapel and be like, I don't believe in God <laughs> in a chapel. <laughs> um, so it was really great. It was It was such an awesome experience, honestly, because we were able to play music with them, which was really cool. And it was, uh, I think it was, it was all well. It was three songs. Two of them were the ones that Tom and Derek had written themselves. You know, so they were very, very honest, Check very out vulnerable Mountain ones. Mountain by Asbury Worship Collective mm-hmm. and the Cup. Yeah, I is that on an Asbury? No, no, no. I don't think that's published anywhere. It. But yeah, Derek has an awesome song too. Um, that he wrote uh, that we played for worship and, uh, yeah, it was it was really really cool. Uh, it was a really interesting time for both of us. I think you know it was um. I guess we'll dive right into the deep conversation about that. For me, one of the conflicting things, I guess, or one of the things that was a little bit weird for me um, was just that, like I said, they used all the language of welcoming. And the thing is, this church really did a good job of it. I mean, 
they have bourbon for their communion because they uh, they they just <laughs> not ran, just any they bourbon ran out either. of wine. Yeah, and they had um yeah yeah it was a uh, Woodford res- or not Woodford um Weller. Very like rare bourbon too that they brought for communion. A whole ass bottle of Weller. Yeah, we like drank a huge that bottle. whole bottle. I got tipsy at church. <laughs> I was so tipsy. <laughs> it was. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, "Oh, we ran out of wine. I guess. I guess this Weller will do. We'll just do that." <laughs> um. So it was so fun, fun in that way. Um. But yeah. So it was. One thing I was saying to Michaela too when I was talking to her about it was that like. We um we grew up believing in those same things that they proclaim, I guess. Uh, but the thing is, I think a lot of that welcoming language and a lot of the la- a lot of the language of how much God loves you and how welcome you always are, come as you are, that type of language has a lot of strings attached. Um, you know, it's in the in the traditions that we grew up in, and in much of the modern evangelical church, I think it's a lot of uh. You can come as you are, but then you better completely sacrifice everything it is that makes you who you are if you're going to stay, you know? And so those terms, I feel it can be a little bit almost triggering for me where I was like, I'm hearing this and I've heard this before, but it was confusing because in this church, I, I didn't feel like it was hypocrisy. But normally when I hear those phrases, I'm like, well, you say that. But like, are you actually showing it? You know, and and this church actually shows it. Like they have like, like, um, just the 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 people that are on staff and the people that are welcome in there. That the fact that they completely welcomed us. No one, like that they wanted to know about us. Like uh, we, I I mean I was talking about like my story of faith and stuff and and kind of some of the doubts I had or some of wh- where I am with uh with the pastor afterward and like he was so great and you know I never ever got the feeling that he wanted to convert me into believing what he believed he was just like excited to hear about my perspective you know and just like to explore these questions of God with me that um other churches if I had asked the pastor those same questions of God uh they would have an answer and he, and this guy was like you know those are really good questions and uh, I think those are really good discussions to have you know and he would give his perspective on it in a super humble way where where it didn't seem at all like I was a like I was a lesser person than him for not having the same answer as he did. Right. Um so yeah, it was a weird conflicting feeling of like hearing the same language because the language comes from the Bible of the, of the being welcoming welcoming and like God's universal type of love. Um but being able to hear that from people who actually followed that teaching and like actually lived it out was a uh, really cool. So it was it was healing in a way, even though the language initially was like putting me off because I was like, oh my God, no, I've heard this before. But then the way they followed up that language, I was like, oh, okay, you guys are the real thing then. Like you, <laughs> you actually do believe that God loves you. You actually do believe that you're welcome. And that was really neat. It was unique because I'd never been to a church like that ever. Yeah. Um, and just to piggyback off of that, um, you know, they make you feel welcome. They make you feel a way in which I've never felt so genuine in a church. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how 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 often do you feel like you had to portray yourself in a certain light in any religious context at you know southeast or wherever? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Not because. I mean, I I guess you could be honest, 
but it would it would be a detractor for you. You would have to choose very carefully who you could be honest to as well. Yeah. Carefully who you be would be honest to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, hey, um, we need to have a conversation. Let's go out for coffee. Um, I think we need to take a step off the worship team because, yeah. you know, just dumb shit like that. Yeah. And uh, there is just not like that. I mean, like trans people, non-binary people, queer people, um, people of you know, mostly liberal, like geopolitically, but just because that, you know, it's kind of just what comes with what they're teaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very loving, very accepting. And, you know, when we were talking to Derek, the whole thing I would tell Collier, like after the episode is like, Hey, like, I don't understand why he feels this way. I don't understand why he continues to worship God, even though he may not actually be real. And I ask, uh, John, Roller. John Roller, who is the old uh, worship arts program director at Asbury. Yeah. And I'm like... Shout out to him for being a, one of the pastors of that church, too. Freaking really legend. Really cool. I mean, he is the closest to, like, the hands and feet of Christ that I've ever, like, spoken to someone and, like, could feel, like, in their presence. He's just got, like... You feel safe and warm. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like... This is going to be a very niche reference for some audience members, but it's like almost listening to someone do ASMR live. <laughs> just like, and I don't know if like he's literally doing it, but like you could just feel like this certain way. He does have kind of a soft spoken voice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he does. But, but no, it's like you said, more of the feeling that he yeah, gets when he talks. Exactly. Yeah. And anyways, I was like, I asked him the same question I asked Derek. I'm like, hey, like, I don't feel like I got a good answer from Derek. No, sorry, Derek. I'm sorry. I, you were also really intoxicated. <laughs> well, yeah, so it was, it was 3 a.m. and we were really drunk. So <laughs> We were so drunk. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know, I, not that I think Derek give a bad answer, but he didn't give a satisfactory answer for me mm, sure. and where I'm at, which is fine because it probably helps some. Anyway, so I'm like, why do you do this? I'm like, so you don't believe scripture is like all truth. You know, it's not an error. He's like, no, of course not. I'm like, okay, so where's your assurance? He's like, well, if we were assured, why would we have faith? I'm like, so you don't know if this is true and you continue to do it anyways and you choose to have faith even though you think there's a decent possibility it's all bullshit. And he said, yes, because I believe, and this is the core of what I believe, that life with Christ and with these teachings, even if he's not real, is better than life without him. Hmm. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. You know, and uh, yeah, I was... I was feeling in a much more like hopeful Christian agnostic mood when I was there too, kind of because of that spirit that he was giving out and like, and, and the conversations I had with him too. I was like, wow, maybe, you know, maybe I don't have to believe something in order to follow it. Uh, and, and I think that it's a lot of it's semantics. I know Tom mentioned something about theology being semantics and a lot of it is. Cause it is. Cause it, it really is. Um, which puts a lot of pressure off of it if you take that approach. Um, but, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I just I love that approach, though, that you can, you can believe in it and follow Jesus because you think it's, it's just a more worthwhile life. It's a, it's a better life to live following those teachings of Jesus. And, um, you know, that's not too much different from even, depending on how seriously, seriously you are about it, um, a lot of people who, especially like, I don't know, like the the 
white liberal yoga people and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but a lot of people lean into a lot of teachings of Buddhism um, or follow a lot of teachings of, of a lot of just even like their modern thought leaders on the Internet that they're following. And in a way, if you if you almost even look at Jesus that way, <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's what John or Derek is, is doing. Like, I'm not saying that that's at all what they're doing. But for me, I was like, oh, maybe I can follow them like I follow a very influential thought leader on Instagram and like take a lot of good lessons from what this character is teaching me. Um, or I think I've alluded on the podcast before to literature and the way that you can, you can really learn, learn a lot of lessons from good characters. And you can take that approach to Jesus, Jesus as well as like, he's an exceptional literary character and beyond the, the debate of like, you know, his, his realness, his resurrection, all that, if you just like put that to the side and say it doesn't really matter, but you say, the, but the character of Jesus that is portrayed and that shows these lessons that I want to follow is like something worth following. I can see that, you know, I, I can fully empathize with that. Now, I still don't know if I would like sacrifice that much for it, you know, but, but I can definitely see like following those teachings and trying to live your life sort of in the way that, that, that Christ character exampled. It's unique and different. Mm-hmm. It's a cool faith to have because I feel like I feel like in a way the uh, the letting go of the black and white um, hard like theology that you have to really paint God into this tiny box and if you let him out of that box then you are no longer a Christian. That I think it makes your faith really small and I think it makes your faith even greater to recognize the the extent to which you don't know and the extent to which you could be wrong. Collier, but we do know, don't you know that in second Corinthians, it says uh, neither the scoffers nor the mockers nor the disingenuous nor the sexually immoral will enter the kingdom of God. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like where where it breaks down for me, and like what's what's tough for me, I think is like we've talked about before the the inerrancy of scripture and just the way you, you view scripture, because it can be tough to like even even some of the uh, some of the lessons of Jesus I I don't like. You know, there are some of the things that that I just like don't think are good lessons to follow for a person. Um, like the like when it says like let your dead bury your own dead. Like come follow me right now, or like you have to hate your mother Call and father your, and brothers and sisters and useful for teaching rebuking and training in righteousness i know that's that's what's tough is you know like i feel like both of us have just had that view so strongly pounded into us that it's tough to take the scriptures any other way and because also n- not only that like I, c- I can see how you can do it a different way but in those um in the way that we were taught about scripture if you do take scripture not as literally, or if you like pick and choose those type of things, like say that you're going to follow a lot of Jesus's teachings, but not the teaching that says that you need to like hate everyone else in relation to how much you love him. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to follow that teaching ever. I don't, I think that, I think that's a dangerous teaching because that is what like exiles people from their family. When you come out as like as a non-Christian or when you come out as, I mean, when you come out as queer, you know, it's like things that like, Things like that where they say you have to hate everyone else because of how much you love me, I think is really dangerous because that, I mean, people take it literally and they do hate their own family, their own children for being like 
against what they perceive as the correct interpretation of scripture. And what I was taught though, is that like, if I just take a lot of the lessons of Jesus, like the golden rule and like some of the self-sacrificial love that is just beautiful, but then don't take that part where he says, hate everyone else for me. That means I'm just picking and choosing what I want and I'm having a weak view of scripture and I'm, I'm just like trying to nitpick the hard parts and just make it like a palatable doctrine for me and I'm not taking like what the truth of it really is. And I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know what the, what an answer to that is because I, I'm not a Christian that's trying to, that's trying to reconcile those things. So for me, I'm, I can say fuck it like, and I can, <laughs> yeah, you can, I can, take, I can take what I want from it because I don't see it yeah. as truth. At the end of the day, we don't give a fuck. But so for Christians, <laughs> yeah, for progressive Christians, like that's the question I have to them then is like, how do you do that then? Like, how do you, how do you battle that, um, that like uh, complaint that's lodged against you of, well, you're just picking and choosing what makes you feel good. So John brought up, he said, you know, I, and I told him where I'm at. He said, that's okay. You're still a Christ follower. I'm like, what? And he's like, you are still living and acting on the principles, like the same things that we're teaching here at Woven. You know, your acceptance. Love, compassion, care. And you are disenchanted with like radical conservatism and evangelicalism, uh, which is probably some of the biggest hate group like out there right now. And, you know, he's like, it's okay. My God is good enough and big enough to where if you don't worship him by name, you can still make it. And so here, here's what I think, you know, maybe John would say something different if you're listening to this, but like, we are children of God, right? You know, we were made in his image. And I think that there's an innate sense of right and wrong within us. And I can tell you that even when I was an evangelical, I have known always somewhere deep down in my heart that me treating LGBT people poorly and rejecting their faith was wrong. I've always felt that way. And I purposefully rejected it because of what they told me to do. Yeah. But when you just embrace like, Hey, like maybe this is extra biblical of me, but like just seriously like praying being like, Hey, like, is this right or wrong? The misery that I watch one of my friends who is suppressing his sexuality go through because he's Southern Baptist, is horrible. And he is maybe not inherently doing conversion therapy, but he's forcing himself to suppress himself. And I know at multiple times in his life he has struggled with like addiction as well as depression because of that. And I, my heart hurts for that. So Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. And I think that, I mean, that's kind of why a lot of us left, right? Is like we, most... Most of us, I think, that have similar stories left because we follow Jesus out the door, you know, and which ex- exactly is why, honestly, I think that we might be in the minority um, of leaving the church, like being these people that were like wanting to be pastors and like following so wholeheartedly and leaving Jesus like um, or following Jesus out the door of the church. I think we might be in a minority being a little bit more, um, being a little bit more, well, agnostic atheist uh and leaving jesus too you know from what i've seen at least in like my little corner of like the ex-evangelical internet is that most of them i a lot of ex-evangelicals 
uh, still believe in God and still follow Jesus, really. Now, I'm not sure the stats on that. There's probably Phil Drysdale might have done some research on it. I'm sure he has. Billy Phil! We should get him on the podcast. That'd be dope. I'm down. Let's try it. I'll, I should message him, see if he wants to. Where do you, I don't know if he's <laughs> premiered by now, but uh, we've got a big guest coming up soon. We do. We do. One of the Derek names. So. One of the Derek <laughs> names. Um, but there might be some statistics on that. But just from what it seems, like it seems like a lot of ex-evangelicals, a lot of people leave Jesus out the door of the church, you know, and, and they, they follow him out and they recognize what you were talking about, that we've always known that treating lgbtq plus people this way is not good you know we've always known that some of the theology that we were taught about like self-hatred and about hatred of the body is probably not good you know and like we've had these feelings and then jesus seems to affirm those feelings so we we're like oh maybe the church isn't doing it right and we leave and i don't think a ton of people um you know continue to like continue on and and are atheists uh some of them do oh, we, we have a surprise guest on the podcast oh shit surprise nacho <laughs> so loud do you want to say anything on the podcast Taylor? hello <laughs> he's such a little baby See, Moochie, you can never really hear because he's so quiet. No. This little like, guy is so loud. He's anything so you want to say, Nacho? Okay. <laughs> Very important. Yes. Hi. You let us say hi in your, yeah. your mic now. That is an important. Okay. Nacho? What? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Thanks, Taylor. Those are some good words brought by Nacho. That. That's I mean that wraps up what I was trying to say is, <laughs> no, is Nacho summarized it so well. He did. He yeah. summarized it perfectly. <laughs> um <laughs> I guess that might be a good transition unless unless there's anything else you want to hit there. Yeah, yeah. Um No, not really. Well, oh yeah, what I was going to say Oh yeah, about go ahead. Go ahead. What you were talking about though, th- this isn't what I was originally saying, but with uh with John and the way he was talking about us being Christ followers and whatever, um based on like how we are still following basically the, the the lessons of Christ and everything. I think it's cool that it seems to me that the the view that he and Derek have though is not one of like extreme like Christian supremacy of like oh you all just you, you know you're following Christ you just aren't saying it like in a prom- pompous way of like oh we know the truth but you don't and uh that's okay because you, you you're going to figure it out someday. You know it, it did not seem like that at all. It did not seem like they were saying it at all in a prideful way. No. They were saying it out of just a humble belief where they were like, this is, you know, the, the, the God I serve is like this. And I see that God, that beautiful God that I love. I see that in you, you know, yeah. and it's it's a humble like compliment to us that, that, that they see their God through the things that we do. Uh, and not in a supremacist way where they are saying that we're eventually going to realize that we're wrong. No. And, I think one of the biggest things is if you if you get heaven out of the way, then you can, or I mean, if you get the afterlife in general sort of out of the way, put that on the back burner, then it makes it a lot easier to uh, to not yeah. be supremacist and to not be um, disparaging to every other belief. Zionism has been one of the biggest villains of this world. <laughs> Definitely, and for like every religion too, like almost every religion has like a form of Zionism, which I, I mean. I guess it comes from, um, well, never mind. Uh, but almost every like major religion has like a form of that where they're like, 
so supremacist and basically believe that they need to force everyone else to believe in, in their belief and that the, everyone else is going to like eventually face the wrath of their God. Yes. And not that every religion teaches that, but in almost every religion, there is at least a sect, at least one sect yeah. <laughs> that does teach that. Um, Whether it's like Nirvana, uh, like Islamic version of heaven, you know, yeah, because it's the Zionist versions of Islam, which, you know, ends up promoting a lot of like radical Islamic terrorism, but it's also the Zionistic version of the like Christianity and evangelicalism yeah. that motivates a lot of them. That's and also terrorism in a lot of terrorism ways. In a lot yes. of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know what? If my Christian friends want to shit on the, on the Muslims, well, I'm going to shit on Christians for the exact <laughs> same reasons. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, they got similar things motivating them and similar outcomes then in that way. Anyways, so that was cool. So, yeah, we were thinking about doing a whole episode of uh of of the boys go to church, but um, you know, it it wasn't really enough to fill a whole episode. We uh we had a good experience. It was really fun. We loved it. Um we hey, will do a whole episode maybe when we'll... we finally go back to Southeast. <laughs> yes, we'll we'll eventually We will. We'll sneak back in their ranks. What's up, y'all? <laughs> I just want a shirt that says "fuck" right on the front. When we started this podcast, I was still going to their gym every day, so <laughs> not anymore. Do they have their membership? Um, like, is your membership still valid? I don't know. I don't think my membership is, but my card for the gym worked. So, so I didn't. I just didn't question it. I was like, okay, sure, let me in. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, maybe we'll have John on as a guest yeah, at some point. I absolutely. think that'd be great. If y'all want to hear from a cool pastor, like let us know. John Roller. We, I th- he'd be totally down. We would totally get him on, and he'd be down. The heretic of Asbury. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, shout out to Talon for watching the Good Mythical Morning show and getting this idea. But we've had an idea that we've uh, been pressured to do by our partners. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. Um, Taylin sent out survey questions to Michaela, and she, you know, made a copy for herself. And she filled their partner surveys. So Taylin made, you know, filled out answers for myself. Michaela filled out answers to Collier, and then Michaela's answers for Collier were sent to me, and Taylin's answers for myself were sent to Collier. And we're going to compare and contrast and guess each other's answers. We are. This is, I haven't even looked at Taylor's answers yet. Not so even, he hasn't even read I the I don't questions. even know the questions. So this is going to be so fun. <laughs> so it's a, she made a little Google Doc. Yeah. Google hopefully form. this will strengthen both of our relationships. I we'll hope see. so. It hopefully could not the other it. way. <laughs> Next episode, we're all getting divorced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we already had that episode. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyways, so this is the Hopefully Wandering Partner Survey. And so, Collier, can you guess what the answer to question number one is? Are you Michaela or Taylin? Um, I am Michaela. Cool. Well, you actually, you should say Taylin. Oh, I am, I am Taylin. Okay. <laughs> I got it wrong already. I know, I know. <laughs> and I've got Michaela's. <laughs> okay, are, are you ready to go okay, through this? This is going to be really fun. Because, yeah. like, they... They, they, Michaela's answers were spicy. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I'm I'm excited. I'm so then. Let's excited go. to share these. Yes. All right. So, what is your partner's best physical quality? What do you think she put down for you? Because I think Taylor probably said my eyes. I'm gonna say that she said 
I think she said my smile. Yeah, it was eyes or yes. smile. Good. And you said you said your eyes? Yeah. Yeah, she said your blue eyes and, oh, and your smile. She didn't say my big fat ass. <laughs> she did not. It's not fat enough, Elijah. Oh, damn. Got to work can, on that. We get, Hold on. <laughs> we'll, need, we'll need more need more drinks. For the, oh, my ice cube is not clinking. So that, I was going to try to do a clink in the microphone, but that clink. didn't work. <laughs> this one's funny. Uh, what's your partner's favorite outfit he wears? So what's, what's your favorite thing that you wear? Oh shit! What is her favorite thing that I would wear? No, 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 um, no. This is what your favorite thing. Oh, that what you my wear. favorite thing that I wear is. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure the exact thing, but I bought some uh some like vintage Levi jeans that are like high waisted, and I'll tuck these little shirts into the high waisted jeans. And a lot of times, especially depending on the weather, I'll try to uh, put some like some uh, women's clothes, like overgarment over the, over the, the little tucked in T-shirt. So depending on, yeah, some variation of that, some variation of those high-waisted jeans usually. She said sweatpants and a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, well, I do like that for when I'm not going anywhere that's important. Yeah, I think, <laughs> but your preference would be not to... Come on, Collier. You've had too much bourbon already. I'm just like, I, I can't on. sit in chairs, yes, you know? No. The question oh, that you us. said is, what is your partner's favorite outfits he wears? <laughs> okay, so... That's not what you said. That might not be the way the question was worded, but the way that they took it was, what is their favorite outfit that we wear? Okay. So if it was their favorite outfit, then then I probably would have said that. Yeah, she likes, she especially likes, um, I have some joggers, like some, some khaki tan colored joggers. I think this is exactly what she's and, talking and about. And a t-shirt. She loves that. Yes. Okay, no, but that's not the way that this question is phrased. <laughs> True. Okay. So, so knowing that, then knowing knowing the uh, she's Taylor's yelling at me from downstairs. So I'm gonna <laughs> pretend I don't hear it. Um, okay. I it's it's skinny jeans, a t-shirt, and a a denim jacket. Um, she said she loved the outfit you put together for that gala at the aquarium. Oh, oh, that mm. right, not mine, hers. Yeah. Because uh, I was yeah. gonna say I got some gray sweatpants, <laughs> but oh, she does love your gray sweatpants too. <laughs> <laughs> she specifically mentioned gray sweatpants. The gray yes. sweatpants. <laughs> what is it with the gray sweatpants? Dude, gray sweatpants. Oh, in the fall, I am almost always wearing those gray sweatpants. I have a pair of gray, like they're one of those like weird patterns. It's like gray with like a lot of like weird like fabric dots like mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the sweatpants, and I will wear them like every day of the fall when it's cool Not outside. The gray sweats. Yes, that was like, yeah, I used to walk to Panera every day when we lived next to a Panera and get coffee and right. wear those gray sweatpants. Yep. Uh, let's see. What is your least favorite outfit that your partner wears? Sorry, what is Taylor's least favorite outfit that you wear? I don't know. I'm very curious, to be honest. Probably when I owe anything that I overdress when she's underdressed. 
Yeah, yeah. What did she say? I get that. She said... <laughs> she said the short sleeve sweatshirts. Shut up! <laughs> I love those! Oh, no. Already, it's Destroy. going down. Oh, no, no. Guess what Michaela said? I'm scared. See, the thing is, like, <laughs> every time we go out, I, um, I will, like walk into Michaela in the bathroom as she's doing her makeup and I'll be like, hey, how does this look? Is this okay? And it's always some kind of like really horrible concoction of like a sweatpants, of, of some kind of pants and shirts that just don't work together. Oh my God. And then she'll just look at me and I'll be like, yeah, you're right. This is stupid. Because <laughs> I'll try to be really risky with what I wear, but then it just looks stupid. What did she say though? What do you um, think that she said? Uh... Hmm... She probably hates like my my polo t-shirts. It's kind of close. She said anything sis. <laughs> yes, yeah, for my job especially, I wear a lot of like just standard male pants and male clothes that aren't even like really cool. They're just like basic, very basic business casual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when I was when I was like really into golf too, she hated that like Not the golf polos. The pol- the golf polos. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's still working. Okay. I can't see him. Still recording. Good. good. <laughs> Maybe we should like go to the sound instead of the video so we don't see ourselves. And don't no, get, like, no, no, no. Okay. I, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, although we should probably scoot in a little bit. Maybe we should. We're at the okay, edges. Okay, yeah. okay. Call your. I don't know how to sit in chairs. No, it's fine. Uh, what was Michaela's first impression of you? Oh, she thought I was a flirt and player and... Thought I thought that I had like a huge ego and was like way too full of myself. Yeah, she said asshole. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think exactly. that Taylor said I was awkward and shy. I mean, she didn't use those words, but she said sweet, funny, nerdy, and traumatized. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, she had you pegged from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think there's a question about that later. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bad word in there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's some personality traits that Michaela loves about you, Collier? Um, she really she, she really loves my my incredibly stupid humor that makes no sense. Like, sometimes I'll just say words just... That, that that have no bearing on anything that's going on, and and I think sometimes she thinks that's funny, like half the time, because I'll just say the most random shit in the world, and uh, or like just pretend a word is something that's not. Um, so she likes that humor, and I think that she likes. Um, I mean, I would say that she loves the personality trait of how much I love her and how like insane about her I am, but she probably didn't say that because she, isn't uh. She would think that's too prideful or something. Uh, and I think she loves um, how much, like, I, how much I uh, love people and can just make connections. She said uh, empathetic, social, and genuine doesn't take themselves too seriously. So that's pretty damn close. Yeah, I, I gave the specifics and she gave the, the yeah. broad yes, then. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> She doesn't got time for this. I know. Yeah, what about you then, Elijah? What are some of your partner's favorite character traits about you or that, that she loves? I'm going to say probably like 
caring and nerdy, broadly. Uh, say a little bit more. She put a lot down, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what you say? Ca- caring like and nerdy. Is caring, that what you said? nerdy. Uh, apathetic to like how other people view me. Um, maybe, um, compassionate towards like people who I care about and you know things I care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said his intellect. Your comedy, uh, the way you're really protective of her and her friends, the way that you care about people's stories, and the way you're not afraid to grow into new paths and new ideas, like getting your master's or starting a podcast. Aw, Kaylin. Yeah. So Kaylin yeah, had I these mean, like really you're short, right, but... feisty answers. <laughs> I'm excited to see what the rest of this is. Yeah. Um, Elijah, what are some of Kaylin's favorite personality characteristics? You mean least? Wait. Yeah, yeah. W- w- sorry. What are the partner's personality characteristics you don't ask? So what? What is Taylor? N- what sorry, is Taylor I, not trying like to read the me. questions and and from her views? Yeah. What does she not like about you? What are her personality? Your personality characteristics that she hates or that she does not like? No. Well, she said that she doesn't absolutely love actually. So she doesn't hate these. She just doesn't love them. Probably that I gaslight. I don't like. For real, ah, for real gaslight. <laughs> I don't like, like actually gaslight her, but I like joking in like fake gaslighting her. <laughs> just like constantly just pretending to tell her that her reality is not yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, like her reality is totally real, but like I'm going <laughs> to, but I don't know if that's actually gaslighting. Dude, no, at, at Waffle House yesterday, we were all talking about this, how like we, we just are so far in the, in the like, I feel like we're so far in the kind of woke and honestly pretty healthy realm that we'll make these sarcastic jokes that just seem like we're the most toxic people. And for people around us, they probably think that we're horrible. Tom was like, the fucking women can sit over there. <laughs> it's like, I don't hate women. I'm going to say gaslighty. Okay. Um, mm. uh, people pleaser. Oh, mm. ooh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What, what, Michaela? That you don't really set, set a lot of personal boundaries. That you say yes too much. Yeah, I say yes a <laughs> lot. Same. I say yes a lot. I'm going to say that's the exact same thing Michaela said. No, it is not. Really? Is no. it my, insecu- Hers is more is it my superficial. In- insecurity that I don't like way more the way I look sometimes? Way more superficial. Damn, I don't even know then. Uh, Never know where's the fuck he's going. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Call your yes. couldn't get home if he didn't have his GPS. Yeah. No, she, the, the majority of the arguments we've had in our eight years together has been uh, us in the car. And I, and she's like, did you miss that turn? <laughs> or like, I don't know how many times I got on the highway, Gene Snyder. I got on that the wrong way and like went all the way to Simpsonville. So... <laughs> I would come back the the other way that I've I normally did. I've done that did. one time. I've done that like at least five times. Oh my where I've, where god! I've gone on east where I should have gone on west, and I have to go like twenty it's, miles outside. It's ten out <laughs> and ten back. Yeah, I literally add twenty miles to our journey. So no, that that is almost all the arguments we've had in our relationship have been her getting pissed that I are am so clueless when I'm driving. I just have no direction. <laughs> so um. What's something uh, she thinks you say a lot? 
with something she thinks I say a lot. Yeah. I say the word yeah way too much. Yeah. As if you've, you've heard on this podcast. Yeah. I was thinking we could do a drinking game of like take a shot every time the caller says yeah. <laughs> and y'all would be dead by the end of like the intro. <laughs> or we can do take a shot every time Elijah checks out. <laughs> um, uh, no, she, she said. I say a lot. I, <laughs> I often go on like unhinged philosophical rants to her like when we're trying to go to sleep. I don't know if that's it. How many how many edibles are you doing over there, Call you before bed? Dude, I'm just like, I'm high all the time. High on life, to, baby. To keep you off my mind. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, no, but like, I, I really do. My my brain works as if I'm high, but I rarely am. Do you I think, wish I was more. But do you think that's what she said? Because you're not guessing what you think. You're guessing what she thinks. Uh, what I say a lot. I don't know if she wouldn't choose like specific or... I don't know. I say that I say that she's so cute all the time. <laughs> no, you take a gasp and then say something. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Like it's processing, <laughs> loading, loading. Yeah. A lot of times I'll just go and then like say something. Sometimes though, it's it's really embarrassing because then sometimes I gasp, and like some saliva like gets goes down my throat, and I like gasp yeah. and, then, <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll choke. <laughs> So I'll gasp and like choke and just be coughing and not able oh to say what I was gonna God. say. Uh, and yeah, for you, what is something you say a lot? Baby. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Um, the first thing she said is more of an ex- exclamation. Walkie slush. <laughs> I, I've never heard you say that. <laughs> We have our own lingo. I don't. Oh, that's amazing. She said you say fantastic all the time. Fantastic. Oh, but that's it's you do sarcastic. say fan, you do it's, say fantastic a lot. I promise you, most of the time I say that it's. Oh my god! There's a little guy. There's a little nacho. He's back. Most of the time it's sarcastic. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna call out. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call out. Hold on. This is so funny. What? Dude, he is constantly talking. Nacho. So I think it's like, it's like that video of when we were playing our last session of D&D and the two old guys that we have were like, and we're going to buy a thousand caltrops and a thousand ball bearings. We rig it up with dynamite, cut down two trees, rope it up with a twine. I'm like, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll roll for it. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fantastic. Amazing. I say it all the time, bro. <laughs> all the time. That's so good. Yeah. She said that or something about religion. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, who yeah. would play you? Like, who would play young you? Who would play me in a movie? Yeah, um, yeah, who would play you in a movie? Be, it would definitely be uh, Dave Franco because people have often ding, said ding, ding, that ding, I look ding. like him. I don't know if it's as much anymore, but people say all the time that I look like him. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly who she said. It's Jack Black. Come on, it's Jack Black. Ooh, no. Who is it? Oh, it's is it Hopper's actor? She's like Chris Pratt or Jonah Hill. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So I could see Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, it's it's David Arbor. Dude, you're you're it's if, if you're watching Arbor? this on YouTube right now, Elijah's grown out a Hopper stash, and and also he wears. 
uh, the, the floral Hawaiian shirts, like anytime that he's not like on duty, I guess. So on what? Yeah, well, I mean, anytime Hopper's not on duty, but yeah, he wears the floral shirts all the time, just like Hopper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see those though too. Yeah, yeah. I can get them. Um, what Veggie Tale character or song reminds Taylin of her partner? Cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, well, she she didn't just choose song; she chose character. Oh, character. Is it character or song? Character so she song. went character. Mr. Lunt or Mr. Larry? Lunt? I bet it's Larry. <laughs> I bet it's Larry. She said, yeah, she said that she's Larry and you're Bob. No, I'm Larry. <laughs> she's Bob. Ooh. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. I'm Larry. I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty. No, I'm Dirty Dan. All right, well, you got a song. Oh, it's definitely, oh no, what you gonna do? It is. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that song, dude. It's it's big band. It's got the trumpet solo. The little asparagus are doing the little dancey dance. It is such a good song. It's got the layering with the rap and the and like the, the choral like harmony over top of the rap. Oh no, dude. what you gonna do? If any of our listeners have not been blessed with that song or just need a reminder <laughs> go look up oh no what um, you're gonna do um, from the daniel bum, bum, the daniel bum, episode bum, of uh bum, bum, veggie bum. tales so good um so the next one is uh what is an embarrassing memory you have of your partner so like what memory does michaela have that's embarrassing of you this one's this one's a blast from the past is it a blast from the from the way past High school. Is it? Is it when like when my dad caught us making out? <laughs> Hold on, can you just confess that to the world real quick? <laughs> Hold on, Collier. Come, let's talk about this for a minute. Is it not that? No. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awkward time. What did uh, he say? <laughs> oh man, he was like. He was like expressionless. It was like, it's time for dinner. <laughs> that that was scary. Guess what, Dad? We make out every night now. <laughs> oh, I know. No, 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 um, no. Think, think, think. School. Think school. Think music. School, school, school. Is it music? Was it when we did the? Was it when we did the talent show? Was it one of the talent oh, that shows? Was bad. That was bad, but no. What? No, it is when you played Chad in High School Musical, oh. the play. Oh, my God. That was so bad. I don't know why they was, cast was me Chad for that. Was Chad the black one? Yeah. No! Well, I mean, because we had literally zero people of color in that entire drama club. So it was going to have to be like re- rewritten as a white character anyway. But also, not even that, though. Yeah, it was. I Okay, I was a bad actor. Maybe I'm still a bad actor. I hope I'm better. But I was a bad actor back you then. You can't lie. And also, I uh, th- there was like one song that Chad soloed on that was like too high for me at the time. So that was really awkward because I had to keep like flipping into my, into my falsetto and it sounded so bad. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That was very embarrassing. Mom was when I ate the brownie. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I know it, it is. It really is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It really is. I knew she it said, was. She said that you thought you were going to die. I did think I was going to die. Have you told that story on this podcast yet? 
Guys, I, tell, I, like a, tell a two-minute version of that story. <laughs> like, just brief. Right when we got together, like, a month or two after we started dating, I had a coworker give me a brownie. Mm-hmm. And it was a very special brownie. Made with love. Made with love. And we went out to, I think, play. And it was the night before one of our friend's weddings that we were invited to. We were going. And so we got back. I ate half the brownie. Um, you know, we hung out on the couch, talked for a little bit, and then got ready for bed. But I wasn't tired, so I was like, and I was feeling fine. So I was like, okay. It was like two hours since we had got home. And so uh, I was like, you know, babe, you go ahead, go to bed. I'm going to stay up and watch some TV for a little bit, eat the other half of this brownie, and wait for it to kick in. What were you watching on TV? Hereditary. <laughs> This dude fucking like high out of his mind watches Hereditary. And we're watching Hereditary, God. and the scene where the bird crashes into the window with the little girl uh, who has—I don't remember what the same thing. Uh, Gatson, blah blah. blah. It, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, crashes into the window, and I couldn't remember it, so I paused it, rewound it, and watched it again. <laughs> I couldn't remember, it, so I paused it, rewound it, and couldn't remember it, so I paused it, rewound it, couldn't remember, it, and I'm like, oh. I think I'm high. Did you get to the scene, the, the decapitation scene? No, 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 no. <laughs> you were just, you were gone by that I point. I was gone. Yeah. So I stood up and. Dude, maybe, maybe through watching that, through watching that and the brownie, maybe, maybe Payman entered your body. I think he did. He took over. Anyway, she, she said that you thought you were going to die and you dude, wanted to go to the hospital. I tell you what. You I heard like, from God too, right? I heard from God. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I thought, okay, so here's what I thought. I thought I was going to stop breathing because mm-hmm. I was like having to concentrate to remember how to breathe. Like he didn't know how to breathe. Like he didn't know how to freaking breathe. So anyways. Uh, he had after, the whole fucking thing. Yeah, but I waited four, three or four hours. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, I projectile vomited the entire contents of my stomach out mm-hmm. while Taylor like held my flu. Fa- anyways, <laughs> it was a bad night. Yeah, that was the most embarrassing moment. Yes, that that really was. Um, Elijah, what is an embarrassing secret or bad habit that Taylor said that you have? I think I know what it is, but I want to read it before you say it out loud, and I'll let you do the same. I think I know what it is. You think you know what it is? Yeah, let me just see the one. Let me see this one question. Okay, okay, okay. Was that what you thought? <laughs> no. Okay, this good. Is, I have a... So, so you have a dark one that you're not going to tell us. I have a really dark one that I that I don't know if Taylor's picked up on yet, but I'm telling no one this. I'll take okay. it on my freaking grave. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, that's that. Uh, I I do sleep naked a lot, and mm-hmm. I do snore like a motherfucker. Sleep naked and snore. You you do snore like a motherfucker, dude. When we were in the hotel room, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> so so I just want to publicly say to Michaela and April, who are in the other bed, I am going to see a ENT who specifically see treats people with like a deviated septum and have sleep nice. issues. Yeah. Try to sleep better. Cause it has become a problem for like, I don't feel rested anymore when I go to sleep. Mm. So I'm going to get this treated. It's not, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's causing me problems too. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> um, Guess what she said about you. An embarrassing secret or bad habit. That, uh... It's a bad habit. Let's see. Bad habit. I'm always late. It's not a secret. This might cause you to be late. 
Um, is it that I lose things a lot and I'm ADHD and I and I don't know like what time is? No. Mm. Is it? Oh, is it that like I will turn off my alarm and then sleep after I turn off my alarm? No. Oh, okay. So it's not something with me being late. No, exactly. It's that you take a trillion fucking years to poop. Oh yes, yes. I take a long time. <laughs> I just about bit the dust. I was just trying to sit up. <laughs> Your chair just almost fell off. I know. Under you crashed the mic. Yeah, I take a long time on the toilet. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is a bad thing. It is. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I've noticed it. Like you take forever to shit. I got I got some kind of IBS or something. I got a colonoscopy and they said like I'm all good, but like. I don't know, man. I have something that's your diet, bro. fucking with me. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably your diet. <laughs> hey, what's your uh, guilty pleasure? What do you think Michaela thinks your guilty pleasure is? Uh, is it Rocket League? You play Rocket League? Yeah, dude. She gets so annoyed because I play it. I would like play it all the time, like late into the night sometimes. No, it's not Rocket League. <laughs> it's um, a type of thing that you really like. The type of thing I really like. Guilty pleasure. Uh, man, honestly, I, I don't know then. I don't Milfs. Know. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. What? How is that a guilty pleasure though? This that's like incredible. a it's like a like a fetish or something. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're okay, guilty. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mine's probably Miss. Oh, incredible. My, mine's a, mine's definitely Milfs. Yeah, that's a guilty pleasure for is sure. Mine, Mrs. Incredible. Uh, let me see. Guilty pleasure for you. Uh, no, it's not. She she didn't go the fetish route. Oh, okay. What is it? This is something that I mean, depends on who you ask if it's guilty or not. But this is this is definitely a a obsession with you. ASMR. It's ASMR. Pokemon. No, it's <laughs> ASMR. Is my guilty pleasure. Well, see, the thing is, I I feel like Pokemon's not really guilty. You know? No, like, it's ASMR <laughs> because they go up on that the is mind. he. Come on, can you call you? Can we give some like live binaural ASMR? If you want to, probably have to take that gate thing off and hey, do something like this. Welcome to the Hopefully Wandering Podcast. We were on oh before Ellie's episode, we were doing all kinds of all kinds of mouth sounds like that. Yeah, not too many because what she, what everyone's did she gonna do? turn off what was right it now. Was it a weed eater? Oh, she did the weed eater. Yeah, <laughs> that was. A, I still don't know how she does that. She's been able to do that since like what fifth grade. That was amazing. So go go listen to Ellie's episode if you want to hear the weed eater uh, in the first like ten or fifteen minutes of her episode. It's so great. Um, but yeah, before her episode, we were doing a uh, mouth sounds ASMR, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> it was it was rough, it was so bad. Uh, let's see, Elijah, what is or <clears throat> what's what's the biggest or favorite romantic gesture that uh, Talon has that you have done for Talon? Probably when I drove down to spend the weekend with her during an ice storm. Like, if, mm. are you talking like a one-time thing or like a reoccurring thing? Um, uh, she did. She did a reoccurring thing. Okay, well then maybe it's probably. I think she really likes it when I buy her flowers, which is very cis and very, you know, standard. But it's either like buy her flowers or cook her dinner. Mm, okay. She actually. She did something a little bit more out of like the norm. She said that what she loves is that your gifts, your gifts that you give her are always so 
out of the ordinary and well thought out. Like they're very niche gifts. I just listen. And like she'll say something super random and I'll put it on a notes app. <laughs> yeah. She said that it really shows that you put a lot of thought into it. I just remembered, bitch. <laughs> just, hey, listen, all you incels out there, you don't know how to please a woman. Listen. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's fucking easy. Do you know how rare it is for a man to take a woman out on a date, buy her flowers and make her dinner? I mean, like, that's not everyone's vibe. And I totally get that. But there's a large population of the females in this nation who aren't getting it done. Oh, my God. Such it's so easy. Females. The females. <laughs> but like, no, but but think mm. about how many like homeschool boys like were like i just can't get a girlfriend dude i've seen like i've seen discourse on tiktok about like girls are like posting things like cute things that they're that they're like significant others do and it's like the bare minimum it like, is the bare like showing them minimum. a bit of affection when they're outside like maybe doing the dishes you know it's like the bare minimum it's, that's like the requirement to even be in your position yeah we're talking about like Going a little bit, a little bit above and beyond. It's not that hard if you like someone to go above and beyond. Yeah, you should do that. Anyways, people should do that. What uh, what did Michaela say? Um, biggest gesture for, for gest- romantic gesture. favorite or a romantic gesture that you do for her. Hmm. Like, is this one that I regularly do, or is yes. this like a one-time thing? Regularly. Oh, um, I I often, especially like when she's really really tired and stuff, I often like. Like really, just cater to her in the morning. Like I'll make her coffee. I make her coffee like every single morning, and I'll, and I'll like, I'll try to like, give her food if, she, if she's hungry. I'll like make her food and stuff. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Just taking care of her needs when she's sleepy. She said y'all aren't often romantic, but like when you go and get her coffee in the morning or do other simple stuff like that, she said simple shit that is her jam. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to figure that out, honestly. Like when I was um. Because I was influenced by the media and stuff, you know, like uh, the movies and the big media. The uh, big media. But I, I thought that, like, it took me a while to figure out that she didn't really like big gestures. Like, she wasn't a big fan of, like, big, like, movie-level Hollywood stuff, you know? Like, she didn't like the rom-com gestures. But, then, like, it was just me showing up for her. It was, it was, like, me me doing things for her. And, like, now that we, you know, are married and live together and share chores. Like if I like go out of my way to like do things that make her life easier, she really, really appreciates that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Michaela described you in one word with no explanation. What word do you think that she described you as? Oh man. Uh... Empathetic. That's very close. She said insightful. Ooh, insightful. Okay. Insightful, yeah. Wow. I'm going to say Talon probably said something like compassionate or caring. It, I think this word encompasses those, but yeah. she said epiphany. Epiphany? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Epiphany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, that can definitely encompass. like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah, compassionate, like just, just like, like, like a light bulb of like, oh, this is like what a good man is like, <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, it, 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 it could be that. Mm, okay, describe your partner as a color. No explanation allowed. I bet she said black. 
Or no, probably not. She probably said green. She said dark blue. Okay. okay. Close to black, but not that black. That makes sense. No, <laughs> dark I think blue. That, I think that makes sense for her. I can get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does um, that mean? She said what, what Michaela this color described you as. I'm gonna say like a like a very like a light blue. Yeah, she said teal. Oh good, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh It's close, yeah. Yeah. The question for Michaela was what do you believe is your partner's favorite meal? Mm. I have a tr I have a hard time with favorites myself, so I don't really know what I like. Uh, it depends on the mood. Um I mean we're we're both obsessed with pad thai, so maybe pad thai. So she said anything with something in it. <laughs> well, no, no, but but a particular thing. What's the thing? Anything with something in it? Yeah, what what's the thing? Anything with blank in it. Uh shit, I'm not sure now. Um, bread. Bread. I love bread. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking like full meals. Yeah, I fucking love bread. Like my favorite things. That's why I love pastries. I love muffins, uh, scones. Like one of my favorite things in the world is like a good like banana or pumpkin bread. Ooh. Like like those, those are the kind of yeah. like dessert, like moist, loafy breads. The moisture. Oh, they're so good. I'm obsessed so with those. Good. What? <laughs> what does she say is your favorite meal? Oh, well, I'll give you a hint. She didn't go specific meal, but she went like more genre of meal. Asian. Yes, Asian was one of them. Yeah. I bet she'll never guess the first one. It's very true, but it's out of the box a little bit. Beef? Steak? She did say all those, but her first one was bourbon. Oh, yeah, bourbon. <laughs> It Anything is. It bourbon. is a meal. <laughs> it is a whole meal in yes. a snack. But yeah, she did say that. She said bourbon, and then like everything. Well, she said just kidding. She said everything else though. Yeah, Asian sushi, steak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you do. You love that stuff. You're, oh, dude. You, yeah. You, you put me onto like the good sushi back in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't want none of this like shit. Kroger oh sushi. yeah. Fuck no, that. you took me to. Uh, if you're in Louisville, it's a uh, to go sushi. It's so good. To go sushi. On in Linden, yeah, Linden it Lane. is Linden Lane. Yeah, such good sushi. It doesn't seem like it would be from the way the building looks or from the name. Drive-through sushi joint fire. It's so good, so good, and like not expensive either. It's average. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the top? I think Taylor said I'm the top. Did Taylor say I'm the hey. top? Did Taylor say that I'm the top? I'm the top. Yeah, yeah. She, she said in the bedroom, you, but in the real world. No, okay, that's true. <laughs> no, we agreed. We were like, I'm like, you can be the feminist queen. Go out and earn all the money. Yeah. I'll top in the one way it matters. So I feel good about myself. Oh, sure. And then I'll be your little bitch in the kitchen. It's fine. I'll do it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say she said that she was the top. She did say yeah. she was the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, who would Michaela leave you for? What celebrity or fictional character? Michaela leave me for. Yeah. 
Mm. They're cis male. Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say like Zendaya or like uh, Taylor Swift, but okay, cis male. cis male. Interesting. Kayla like likes women more, so it's interesting. Um, Harry Styles. No. Uh, but British. But British. Wait, who else is British? I don't know any more British people now. Andrew Garfield. Andrew. Oh yes, yes. He's such a gem. Such a pure guy. It's it, it's I, I can't believe that he's as old as he is. He just seems like a little I know. seems like a little guy, you know? Isn't he like upper thirties or something? He's like almost forty. Yeah. Like that's so weird. He's like perpetually twenty five, you know? I bet Taylor said Zendaya if she said a female. <laughs> she she also said a male. Oh, she also said a male? I know, surprising. Our women are straight. Hers could have been like Hiddleston, um, the most recent Spider-Man, Tom Holland, someone like that. Hayden Christensen? A little different, no. No, tell me. No. Uh, one of them was based on a show you guys just watched together. Oh, Jon Snow from <laughs> Game of Thrones. Kit Harrington. Yes. And yeah. The other one was Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Mm. Did she say Jon Snow, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she okay, did. Okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> Next one, what's celebrity... Or fictional character would your partner leave okay, you for? Okay, here's so where it was Mrs. Leave? Incredible. <laughs> or or Padme. Is either Padme or Mrs. Incredible. She did say both of those. Natalie Portman, Mrs. Incredible. She said one more. I'll give you a hint. This one's a guy. This one's a this one's a man. Is it uh Eccleston? Not Eccleston. Um Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Who is it? Pedro Pascal. No, that's not true. <laughs> I would not leave for Pedro Pascal. Not enough. He's, no, he, no. He's not enough for you. No, I'm a, I like Cumberbatch. Yeah, I get it. I like the sexy British thing. I'm wondering, so Michaela probably said Natalie Portman. Yeah, that's the only thing she said. That's the only thing she said. Okay, yeah, okay. Pat Alvadal and Natalie Portman. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I I don't trust guys who watched uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones, and we're <laughs> and not like, obsessed. Ah! We're not obsessed with Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're Which, on the- okay. After revisiting it too, like, yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was a kid thing, you know. But 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 then but then Natalie Portman is just so good. She's such a good actor. She's so good. Ridiculous. Have you seen Black Swan, dude? I watched that for the first time like last year. She is phenomenal. Like that is. I think she won an Oscar for that. But if she didn't, then that's stupid because she needed to. It's so good. So good. I need to watch it. All right, Collier. How many partners have you had? Did Michaela say you've had before her? Zero. She said kind well, of only one. Kind of half of one, which was a guest on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want to if you want to listen to McKenna's episode, she called me out by me being a little uh, purity cultured idiot. Bro, it was not well. even a thing, though. <laughs> it was not even a thing. We you know, we never went on like an official date and we uh we like we it was mostly a texting relationship for like a couple months in the summer of like my freshman summer or something. So wasn't super serious, but I still count that. So yeah, like sort of one. Sort of one. And Kinda Mika- sort of and one. And then Michaela was next. So, so yeah. I don't even want to know what Taylor yeah, said. For how my... many how many partners did the Taylor guess? That I you don't had? even want to know. No. 
Well, no, tell me, but I don't. Or I, do you want to say your real number and see if she got it right? What'd you think? Can I count them real quick? <laughs> no, seriously, I'm gonna have to count. You want to pause? You want to count? No, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> All right, real, real, real fast, real fast. Where'd Moochie go? We need another Moochie break while he's counting. So, uh, for any of you watching, this is reason enough to watch on YouTube. Uh, Moochie is in the studio. Hey, Moochie. Say something. Say something. <laughs> He's such a quiet boy. He's so quiet. Stretch him. He's a stretchable boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think official partner, like people who have been like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, B- before Taylor? Yeah, before Six. Taylor. Six. Okay, she gets nine. I would say that would be accurate with people who, like, I never officially, officially Like who you talked to, but yes. you didn't have a DTR. You didn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, that was that close. Sense. That's yeah. very close. There's six official people who, like, I would say this is my girlfriend. You know, in purity culture, it's kind of hard, too, because, like, it's rare that you have like an actual partner before you're married. So yeah. it's kind of tough to like distinguish that in purity culture. But you have to think three of those were in high school. So oh, yeah. Yeah. But like seriously, like for real, for real relationships, only like two. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that's a good guess. That's a very solid guess. She almost got you. She, she guessed more. So there you go. Look at that. I'm yeah. a hoe. Apparently you're a hoe. Uh, what is what is Taylan's favorite activity that she does with you? Probably play video games together with me or board games. It could be doing like Target half price bookstore runs. I'm gonna say one of those. Um, yeah, yeah. She said the random ass store runs. Yeah. Target half price books. We just Walmart. have little fun adventures. Any crackhead type of at runs. Walmart. That's so funny. She literally said crackhead at Walmart. Yeah, crackhead yeah. Crackhead at Walmart. Literally, yeah. Any of those fun ones. Yeah, those are good. Fun adventures. What about Michaela? What's what's what what's y'all's favorite activity? I don't know if she said this, but like sitting on the couch and playing video games or watching a movie together. That's right. And getting takeout. <laughs> yep. And getting takeout. Yes, we always get getting pad thai specifically and then Do playing you know video games thai? together. You know, we we did sometimes. Yeah, we've been recently going to this place called Ginza. Ginza. Yeah, it's like right on Shelbyville and Hurstbourne. It's okay. really good. Really good. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, we had a we had like a dedicated place when we lived in Lexington, but since we no longer live in Lexington, we can't go there. Can't believe you don't live there anymore. It was so sad that the, the guy the guy knew us because we got it like literally every Sunday, and he would I would come in and he'd be like Brooks, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> he'd give me his my order every time. He he, he knew. loved us. He knew. Yeah, we we love pad thai and playing video games on the couch. Yes. All right, we got four more. We're gonna get through okay. these. Okay. Okay. What's Michaela's least favorite activity to do with you, Collier? Mm. I mean, it could be like, well, I was thinking it could be like like doing the dishes or folding folding laundry or something, but it might be, it might be like going to get like actual errands done at stores that we like actually need to do like going to the dmv or like going like going like shopping for things that we actually need and not things that we want stuff like that she said packing for a trip (laughs) 
Yeah, that's true. I am so bad at packing for trips. I hate it. And I always forget at least one thing. So I'm always so nervous. Yeah, I can see you. Like, it always that. makes me so nervous. And I'm like, I'm constantly like, oh, I forgot something. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a mess to pack with. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> what is, uh, what is her least favorite activity to do with you? Have a talk. <laughs> like a serious conversation. A serious talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said continuing shopping. Continuing? Like, I'm guessing that means like after the, oh, oh, sorry. Wait. I just misread that. Wow, I'm stupid. She said clothing shopping. Oh, I'm a bitch, dude. <laughs> Are you a diva? No, no, no. I'm oh, the opposite. Really? So, well, kind of a So, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, would I look good in this? Would I like it? I walk in. So, let's say like I go into like an Old Navy. I will walk through every section. I will pick the four things that I like in the collection. If they have my size or not, I buy them. Talon's like, I think you'd look good in this. I'm like, but it didn't. But I don't like it. Like I'm mm. saying, like I'm snappy. Yeah. Oh, like, okay, I like okay. the denim jacket. I like the stripy shirt, and I like this button. <laughs> and she's like, well, but would you? No, this is what I want. Real? Okay, so you're very particular when you go through shopping. I want this thing, and yeah. it has to fit a certain way, and it, you know, and then if the price is like the last thing, you know, like I'm just boom, boom, boom. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you know what you want. I know what you I know want. What you want. Yeah. Um, what is the dumbest argument that y'all have ever had? What does she say this? I'm I'm having trouble thinking of a specific argument. I mean, definitely. You'll remember this. Oh, will I? Oh, yeah, because you'd be like, oh, that was dumb. Was it dumb on my part? Yes. Probably. <laughs> You got upset at her over something stupid. Oh, was this back in high school when I got upset at her uh, for for liking? Uh, it was some kind of Beyonce and Jay Z song. Yes, yes. Okay, back in high school, drunk I was, in love. I was a huge hater of like everything for other reasons that we that I'm not going to unpack here. But I was like such a hater on a lot of things, and for some reason, I was just such a hater on a lot of that pop music, and I thought it was like embarrassing and shameful that she was liking the song drunken love and uh yeah yeah and i like like actually like got mad at her and like started an, an argument over it that, you were that such was a, a good bad little day. christian dude boy. i don't know how well it wasn't even for christian reasons it was like for musical reasons i was like a musical hater i thought that it was like not good music I was so stupid, man. I don't know how she didn't break up with me that day cuz I, I did a lot of bad things that day. I was such a hater and just so obnoxious. Like she she broke me out of that and like somehow stayed with me through it. It was so bad. We had to grow up, bro. We did. We did. Dude, I mean like back then, you know, I thought that like you couldn't be cool unless you were a hater. So I was like you have to hate a lot of things in order to be cool and to like have opinions. Right. And but now I'm just like why don't I just fucking like uh everything that I like and why can't I allow other people to like things even if I don't love them? But yeah, she. it took a long time. It took like more than a year probably for her to break me out of my hater phase. I don't know I don't know why she didn't break up with me. But you're thankful it she did. It was so annoying, dude. I was obnoxious <laughs> in that. I was obnoxious, especially about music and stuff and media. I was so obnoxious. I don't know why. 
but I'm thankful. Yes. Yes, you're thankful. <laughs> I'm very she stuck thankful it out that you. she stuck it out. Yes. Margarita pizza at Pies and Pints in Lexington. <laughs> I know this one. Yes. For context. Wait. So, so who said margarita pizza is a cheese pizza? I did. It is a cheese pizza. Bro, no, it's not. Yes, it is. What it's is it? It's got fucking like tomato and basil on it or something, doesn't it? Or like, what are the toppings on the margarita pizza? Let me see. I don't even know because I've had so many At different pies and pints. Margarita pizza. So it's supposed to be a Neapolitan pizza with tomatoes, mozzarella cheese, basil, salt, and olive oil. It's a cheese pizza. I mean, it is a fancy, delicious, amazing. But it's like a special pizza. type of cheese. It's not spread over the entire thing as as like a as a one unit. It's like splots of mozzarella of like fancy mozzarella and stuff. And sounds and, like it sounds but, like a and, cheese pizza to me, and buddy. They got basil. Like if you do it right, they got like big leaves of basil on it. Still sounds like a cheese pizza to me, buddy. <laughs> well, so here's the funny thing. I mean, looking up on Google the ingredients, it's hard to argue that it's not a cheese pizza. <laughs> but but when you look at it, when you look at the picture of it, it's like it's not a cheese pizza. So. It's a cheese pizza, bro. I'm not so but this this has nothing to do with whether the pizza is good or not. Yeah, it's just like if it's more than a cheese pizza <laughs> or if it's just a cheese pizza. I mean, I'm not knocking cheese pizza. Cheese pizza is delicious. Dude, that makes sense because Michaela's favorite pizza is margarita pizza, but she loves cheese pizza. Like if we're going to order from Domino's or something, she loves cheese. That's A margarita so that makes pizza sense. is if a cheese pizza was actually good. It's like fancy cheese pizza. Yeah. 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 So okay. I just won. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you to win, but it's hard to argue. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just no, saying. No, it's fucking good. It's yeah. delicious. Oh, it's amazing. It's got really fancy cheeses on it. The mm-hmm. seasoning is perfect. It's like cheese pizza, like in a suit or something. It's, it's like- cheese pizza <laughs> in a suit. Yeah. Dressed up. That was easy, bro. <laughs> easy. You got that one immediately. Um, what is Talon's favorite memory with you? I honestly don't know. Oh, really? I don't know what she said. I'm very curious. I I do think she liked when I came down in the snowstorm to hang out with her. I think she probably had some really good memories when we went to see the Brook and the Bluff concert. Well, it was... Let's see. I, I don't know if this is when you saw her in the snow or not, but she said it was... um. It was a night late February when you went to Molly Brooks after a really stressful day. She was doing oh, stuff for an event. Yep, yep. Very, yep. very stressful. You came and helped her with her event, even though it wasn't your school. You got drunk and took care of each other. You hung out. She was drunk, but it was Hung out great. at her place and went to Waffle House at 3 a.m. That was amazing. She said that was the night that she told you she loved you? Yeah. I think I said I love you okay. back, too, that same night. Nice. Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. It was a good yeah. time. I've been dating for like yeah. two months, but... I don't know, like, like mm-hmm. people are like, well, because we like over spiritualize shit when we were like evangelical. Yeah. It's like you know, the Lord is just drawing me to this woman. <laughs> like I think that she's putting us together, but now it's like, she's pretty cool. And then you know, I just we just clicked, yeah. and so it's like for some people, like the last relationship I was in, we dated like four months and never said like I love you, never did. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I was comfortable saying it to Taylor in like two months because it just yeah. felt right, dude. I mean, yeah, 
people are different. You know, you ha- you have different connections that just some just some work better than others, and and when when it really works, you you just know. That's the thing. It's hard to. I feel like it's almost wrong to like try to intellectualize it or spiritualize it. It's just it's just like a gut thing. It you know, you is. you just know. It just is. Yeah, that which comes cannot be avoided. Is that a Bible? I'm verse? telling. No, that was a the scythe. That was that's a tonus. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the tonists and scythe. They were on to they something. They were on to something, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's funny because they were like a gag in the first book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a gag, like making fun of religion. But then by the third book, they were like a serious thing, like a whole plot Yeah, point. they were a serious thing. Okay, thing. go listen to our Stars and Scythe uh, episode Sky- if you want to hear stars more about Wait, Stars and what? That. Stars and Scythe. <laughs> <laughs> or just read the Scythe book series. It is There's so a good. one out, too. Incredible. Oh yeah, I got the anthology yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but th- th- there's a religion in that book series that their motto is like that which comes cannot be avoided, and it's a pretty cool motto to live life by. You know, yeah. like they worship the Almighty A flat <laughs> or G sharp. I don't know, bro. What's Denomination's gonna, like, about to break out. <laughs> what's gonna happen is gonna happen. You know, and sometimes it happens, and with love, it just it just happens. You can't really. You can't over spiritualize it. You can't over intellectualize it. You can't like really fully explain it. It's just, it just comes over you. It just happens. Cannot be avoided. Shit happens. Amen. What was uh, Michaela's favorite memory with you? I mean, honestly, probably our trip to Greece. That's right. Yeah, it was just every night was like surreal, man. We were like, we went to the the big like picturesque town of Ia on Santorini, and we like we walked on rooftops. We like. Trespassed into some resorts and walked on their rooftops because it's like a mountain that like you built like the buildings are built into this mountain. That's amazing. So it's not like we have to climb on the rooftops. Like it's like the path is like partially rooftop. Yeah. yeah, So we just like yeah we we kind of opened some gates that said private residence and just like walked on the rooftops (laughs) to get to get good pictures and stuff and hung out. Not just that night, but yeah, every night there was incredible. Yeah, so the cops called on you in a foreign country. <laughs> Passport. No. Also, so it was pretty cheap. So if you can go to Greece, like try to try to go to Greece, man. It's a uh, not super expensive for an international trip, and it's totally worth it. Every single penny. It's so worth it. That's awesome. All right, so I'm not gonna make you um, guess this one, but I'm just gonna read it to you if that's cool with you. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So this is the last question and then we'll be done for the day. Um, but is why do you love your partner? So why does Collier love me or why does Michaela love Collier? <laughs> okay. Um, he makes a difference in the world, even if he doesn't see it. And he's changed my life more than anybody else could. I'm about to cry. almost already. <laughs> Got to do the gas. I'm already crying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Amazing. Sometimes. Okay. For real though. Sometimes I'm like, no, I don't know if Michaela's straight, but then I read that and I'm like, she definitely <laughs> loves Collier. I mean, I don't know if she's straight, but she <laughs> but she loves me. So. Yeah, no, no, she's like the bisexual queen where it's. But like, also, I'm not really a cis male, so like, it kind of make it kind of makes sense, you know? It's like she doesn't like men except for me. So. Yeah, so I get it. Um, oh no, he's in here again. <laughs> Little nachos. The little nachos in here. Yeah, we'll get them yeah. in a minute. Okay, we'll get them in a minute. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'll do the same thing. I will read uh, Talon's answer for you then. Hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> why? Why does Talon love Elijah? He heals me. 
takes care of me in ways I never imagined. He makes me feel protected, beautiful, intelligent, and makes me a better person. Even when we argue, we can't stand being mad at each other for more than an hour at most. We always come back to each other. We always choose each other. And I'm glad I can be the person to show him what healthy love is. And I'm glad he can be the one. I'm glad he can be the one. Um, that's what it is like to have someone love every part of you. Fuck, I am going to cry. Damn, <laughs> damn I, I know, love dude. you, girl. Yeah, yeah. That was sweet. That was real sweet. That reminds right? me of what uh, John said, because I was like, hey, you know, John, like, I moved in with someone. Like, that's simple. He's like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, why is that? And like, so he's like, she's showing Jesus to you more than anyone mm. else ever had. Where okay. does it say it in the Bible that you can't live together? Like, there's a few little inferred things. That's a fully, I feel like that's a fully contrived. <laughs> oh my he's God. just running the dude. His little is he's so precious. Uh, video watchers. Oh my God, Elijah! <laughs> for the audio, Elijah's holding him by his little neck. His little neck fat. He's still young enough. Like I because when you're a baby, when young. you're a baby, you can do that. He's just too little. He's too little of a guy. Yeah, he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> do we uh do we have any Love media Nacho. recommendations this week? Uh yeah yeah let's see, um. You know I don't have much except for. Uh, Michaela and I, mostly Michaela, have played like the entirety of Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, pretty sure you said that last all time. All the saga. That's oh, amazing. did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, we just found out that the composer is a woman, so that's pretty badass. No, okay, so here's the wild the, thing. Like, the she best thing about that game. Coachella. Oh, really? She, the composer of Kingdom Hearts. Wow. Oh. Played at Coachella. Oh, shit. Well, speaking of uh, bands that played somewhere, um, my media recommendation is Mama fucking mama mama dude so we saw uh snail mail came to louisville and one of their openers was mama uh the band and they were so so incredible dude they were phenomenal so good like yeah nacho thought they were so good it's just it's amazing it's like i don't know it's 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 two they kind of have like two two uh front singers um it's like i mean it's similar to to snail mail, if you know them, it's like lesbian soft rock. Yeah, really it is <laughs> phenomenal, dude. So good, just the music, the the the, the harmonies, the singing. They have like the two singers that they layer their vocals like really, really well. It's just amazing. So go check out Mama Motorcycle by Mama. Fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hotline TNT. I did not like them live. <laughs> They were not, bro. I don't care. Dude, they I did were not, not like good. them. I did not like them. But their recorded stuff is really good. Oh, is it? I kind of like it. Okay. I kind of, okay. because it's just like really, really heavy, thick rock where three guitar players. Dude, play it was just obnoxious game. at the show though. Because so they were like, they were boosting all like the, all the he tenors. He was like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And he broke two guitars, one of which was not his. Yeah. Which I was like, it's kind of a dick to break. Like to to break a a guitar and not be um careful with a guitar that's not yours. Oh, oh no! Oh no! He's clawing oh, the mic. No. <laughs> Please don't. T- <laughs> Little Nacho's climbing on the mic. He's not happy. Oh, no. I better end this. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I mean, if you want to check out Hotline TNT, they were the other opener that that scared us. But I guess their recorded stuff is all right. Their studio stuff's good. Yeah, it's 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 very very 
thick and heavy, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what you want to call it, like garage rock. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like all playing the chords. But it's, that's what I mean. What I loved about them in their concert was I was like, you know what? It looks like they all had fun. They had a great time. <laughs> they were Although, all just blasting Taylor the same exact chord. Taylor turned over to me. She's like, "Yeah, why don't you? Why didn't you with the Megalo Boys have a gig like this? Because they, you guys are so much better than these people." Honestly, though, <laughs> uh, check out yeah. Rock the Hill. Uh, it'll already have passed. Well, it will have passed by the time this You know, in Cincinnati. All right, I think we've got to get this little one's place. Gotta get, gotta give some love to Nacho. Nacho, awesome. do you want to say goodbye to the people on the if Hopefully you're, Morning podcast? If you're watching on YouTube, then uh, uh, thank you for being with us. And I'm sorry you have to see our little faces, but you had to see, you got to see the little, the little cat's little face and his little paws. That he's just, he's so loud, such a loud little kitty. So him. cute. Yes, I love the kitty. All right, guys, we're um, going to finish. Yeah, so let us know if you enjoyed seeing us on YouTube. Um, send us, as always, send us feedback. If you want to, if you can, like, rate us or anything on, rate us, subscribe, whatever, anything you do on the platforms, that really helps us out. Um, also, please just let us know feedback. We love getting any feedback, whether it's positive, negative, whatever. If you want to make any comments, if you have any questions, if you want to be a guest, whatever, like, please hit us a DM on Instagram so we're most active. Would love to talk to you. God made you special. Just the way you are. Is it the Veggie Tales? No, and he loves oh, you shit. very much. And he loves you very much. <laughs>